Why do we do it? Why do we watch horror films and read horror novels and play horror video games? Stick around. Pain. Not the pain. The pain of being dead. I can feel myself rotting. It's reading right, man. Look, you're not reading it right. Um. All right, welcome back to Video Dread Podcast <laughs> with myself, Daniel, Dustin, and I am Andy. Andy, yes. You, you guys, Daniel, Dustin, and Andy. Just to you, be clear. you, uh, you guys were doing a little. Uh, uh, well, we like to. We were doing some scat, some free, some freeform scatting. I thought we were doing a vocal check and. Busted. Tonight, we're going to um, focus on one of my picks. We're going to uh, talk about Ginger Snaps <laughs> from 2000, Canadian yeah. horror movie, mm-hmm. directed by John Fawcett, starring Emily Perkins and Catherine Isabel. I love this film. It's one of my favorite kind of werewolf films that's come out in a long time. Um, you guys feel the same about it? I, I do. I like it a lot. I also like to remark how Catherine looks the same since forever. Like we were watching that Twitch uh, stream with her on yesterday. Yeah. And I, and I was like, she looks the exact fucking same. Like it's crazy. And she's like two years younger than me. Or, yeah, she's my age. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, dude, I love this movie. It's it's awesome. I I like the overlying stories and the the story in and of itself is really cool like it's it feels like a very isolated story just because it just takes place in the small town and it's not like a whole lot of people getting introduced yeah it's a very small town very uh, canadian like extreme like kids in the hall levels of canadian you can tell yeah (laughs) i'm surprised everyone's not like walking around with like blue jay shirts on and drinking like you know molson ice or anything like that but no it's rad yeah it's a really cool dustin um what's your opinion of the film Oh, I love it. Uh, I think I found out about it by like reading about it in a Fangoria or seeing it on the cover, like in a little little box. And I was like, this looks awesome. And eventually, I think I found it at a Best Buy. I think I was like 14, 15. And it blew my mind. I thought it was amazing. Um, right, right from the beginning of the movie. It, it's just really good. It's a great independent film. Very Canadian, as Andy said. Um, and that's not a bad thing. I'm not trying to say that oh. that is that's a negative thing. That's a, it's a great thing. I love Canadian shit. Oh no, yeah, no, no. I'm just saying. Not, no, I'm just saying. Like from previous me talking. Sorry, I had to like do that. I almost when I was watching it the other day, I stopped and I was like, "Is this an English village? Did they film in England?" <laughs> it's like the because witch. it's very, it's very row houses kind of like in England. So I guess that's just a Canadian English connection. Also has a a fun soundtrack as well on roadrunner records roadrunner records i was uh, telling daniel when we were watching this i remember trying so hard to order this and no matter what like website i went to it was always back ordered i never ended up getting it but it is really cool uh i don't know what's not to like about this movie and it's it, it's different from any other werewolf movie that's for sure yeah yeah and these opinions 
that was my initial opinion when I saw it. We can kind of go into our opinions of what we thought after we rewatched it after. But, um, yeah, so it's about two sisters, uh, Bridget and Ginger, the titular character, Ginger. And they are not happy with life as 15 and 16-year-old teenagers, it oh, seems. Oh, yeah. They are mm-hmm. definitely, like... They have their own style, their own thoughts about everything. They're different from everyone. They they're you know pretty isolated. They're treated differently. They're outcasts basically, and part of it seems by choice. They're into weird stuff, uh, like death mainly, and um, also you come to find out that um, they have a, a pact together to either get the hell out of town. By the time they're 16, yeah, or they would kill themselves yeah, at 16. Out by 16 or dead in the scene. Um, but together forever. But right? together, yeah, one, uh, one way together forever. Yeah, these girls are, they're awesome. They're very 90s, like that melancholy, like takes dead pictures, um, wears trench coats, you know, smokes at school, in school, uh, everything. Pretty much about, 60% of the girls I was hanging out with in, in high school were, were this. So it's pretty accurate. Yeah. I feel like if this movie didn't have so much gore, it could go up against movies like The Craft for the time period. Yeah. And this, it's very much a teenage angst. Uh, <clears throat> you battle a relationship because they, they pit against each other eventually because of whatever reason. Oh, and just so we go ahead and mention this too. So this all the whole movie centers around Ginger just turned sixteen and she's the older sister. Bridget just turned fifteen. So they're both you know, even though they're very close, they're starting to go through different things in life. And this movie is also a coming of age story. Yeah, of of coming of age werewolf story. You know, yeah, we, we all, all go through it. We all do. I, was I a mean, teenage. Yeah, we were all teenage werewolves, right? Yeah, it's it's fine. I did that. You know, people. You know, they were in Kernersville. They were very <laughs> confused. It's like it's a part of my cycle. Leave me alone. <laughs> um. Well, and let me just say, like, right from the beginning of this movie, it rules. Um, because the gore this... just kicks right off. Oh, yeah, so it opens up, like, this mom doing some yard work, her kids playing in a little sandbox. Eventually, she goes to check on him, and you see that he's playing with the dead remains of their dog. And, you know, she screams, freaks out, cuts to Ginger and Bridget hanging out, talking basically about how they hate their lives and how they want to die. And then it goes into this long opening credit scene, which might be, it's one of the coolest ones I've ever seen. It definitely sold me on the movie right away, this opening credit scene, because it's just nothing but photo montages of them uh, setting, doing makeup and stuff of them, how they would commit suicide. Oh, dude. It's very, very realistic looking, too. Yeah, these pictures are... They're really they're super rad. Like I like them a lot. Um, you have like a whole scenario of different ones to like her. It, she's falling down the stairs with like leg braces, falling onto a fence. They have like a whole prosthetic thing where like it looks like she's falling through a white picket fence. My favorite one is the lawnmower, the hand pushing oh, yeah. hand push lawnmower run over scene. Oh yeah, there's entrails <laughs> everywhere. Cause she's just laying there. It's like the happening. Like she's just laying there with like a lawnmower that just ate her up. I was like, that's fucking <laughs> awesome. 
M. Night Shyamalan totally stole that lawnmower scene exactly. from the happening uh, from Ginger Snaps, and uh, I, it, I don't know what this is, and maybe someone can educate me because I don't, you know, sometimes I don't want to look something up on the internet. I want someone to tell me when they start taking those pictures, the one where Ginger is impaled on a fence. Bridget says, "Oh, this looks fake," and I can see your gaunch. I can see your gaunch. <laughs> what what is a gaunch? <laughs> uh, uh, use your. I'm sure. I'm, Probably talking about the um, the genitalia. I'm assuming that was my assumption. All or maybe right, she well, has a prosthetic I've... leg that we don't know about, and it's called a gaunch or something. It's a Canadian okay. thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, oh that's what it is. Gaunch is Canadian for vagina. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That whole video montage is a school project, um, or they submitted as a school project. I feel like there was something. It's it's really funny because it cuts from that opening credit. You see all those different pictures, and and it also in between the pictures, it kind of shows like brief like, uh, like old video footage of them laughing about the scenes they're doing. Oh, one of the coolest ones is uh, I think it's Bridget. It might have been Ginger, but one of them shoves a handful of pills down their mouth, and they're just vomiting up everywhere. But anyways, it cuts from that to them showing that like on a projector reel at school as a project, and when it's done. You know, everyone's kind of like, oh, okay, it's uh, these sisters at it again. And uh, the the teacher, who's like also the principal, he's like, well, uh, that was uh, disturbing, wasn't it? He's like, I'm sickened. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm genuinely disturbed. Yeah, he he just, he is appalled. And then the uh, class pretty boy is like, ooh, can we see the ones of Ginger again? And everybody starts, you know, clapping and applauding and ginger's like kind of like reluctantly into it and bridget's like oh cringe you know so also that that pretty boy is the main bad guy in tucker and dale yes versus Evil. yes he is and he that dude is like the biggest fucking doucher even if he's like <laughs> the bet even if he's like the nicest dude in real life he's like the biggest looking douchebag ever he's like the the uh never mind i'm not gonna get into that that's that's Friday the 30th remake. Never mind. Um, but yeah, he just looks like a shitbag. And he's a shitbag yeah. in Tucker and Dale. Yeah, you know, yeah, definitely a, a shitbag in Ginger Snaps. I think we kind of skipped over this at the beginning. Um, so apparently there's an epidemic of dog killings in Bailey Downs, which is the place that the sisters live, this small town. And there are dogs showing up just dismembered everywhere like we see at the beginning. The special effects are quite gruesome in this one. Oh, yeah. All practical special effects oh, yeah. in this film. There's Yeah, there's nothing CGI in this. There's not the budget for it. Yeah, no, not <laughs> at all. I think there might have been like a second of CGI, but I'm just saying that as something quickly or maybe I've missed it. But no, everything is super practical. Um they go to they 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 you know, jump cut to the school. Uh, Douchebag McQueen is sitting in the the bleachers Jason. with his friends. His Jason, name's Jason. Jason Doucher is in the uh, the bleachers hanging out with his friends. Like, eh, look at the you know, ginger. I want to do things to her. Da 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 da. And they're supposed to be playing lacrosse, and they're smoking on the field as you do in like the eleventh grade or tenth grade or whatever. So they're playing this game where because they're super duper outcasts and they're looking at people and they're making up fake obituaries for how they died. Like, okay, there's, you know, Trina, who's like the, the bitch of the whole thing. She's a full on dick of the school. And they're like, oh, Trina, you know, whatever, found her, you know, drowned in a 
suitcase in a toilet or just something like that. And this girl like overhears her. That's a huge toilet. Yeah, I know. Well, they, you know, those big Canadian toilets. And so they, the girl goes <laughs> over and tells her, she's like, she's talking shit about you. And so they start like playing lacrosse and they're going, all the, <laughs> and this is awesome and really weird. Um, a song, I think, I can't remember what the name of the song is called. I think it's called Colony something off of the Fear Factory Remanufacture album starts playing. And this is a staple. Oh, manufacture No, Remanufacture, the, oh. the remix album, which is super Ooh. rad. It's all like, oh. it's DJ remixes. And I love this fucking album. I don't give a shit. Um, but yeah, it's a, a Remanufacture. And they're kind of like pushing each other. And she pushes um, Bridget. Bridget onto a dog. And I don't mean just like a dog. It's a dog the size of a freaking coffee table gutted yeah how, how do they shit. not see this how shit? do you not see that it's like a it's like a bloody fucking couch just like right there and it's not yeah. nighttime it's like uh, 10 o'clock in the morning they're like oh my god and it's red as it's so red well you know how outcasts are and bridget especially she's like she doesn't look up for anything she's just staring at her feet the whole time that's where the dog was <laughs> uh, well look she's got that going on and well, well, the, there's boys, a whole team the boys on the, on the side are like yeah baby bounce run go you know it's like yeah. being dicks and shit so it's like i don't know yes it, it you would think she would have seen it but she didn't, and Trina checks her into it, and she goes face first into it, the the entrails of a de- another dead dog. The beast of Bailey Dales strikes again. So the problem with that whole theory is everybody on the team is facing that direction when she <laughs> exactly. pushes her into the dead dog, and how does nobody see it? Like, did it just happen? And they were like, oh, it's, shit. It's a bad plot point, I think. And Trina says some asshole thing to her, too about her being a dog or whatever oh my god you would fall into a dog i don't know who i hate more jacob or sorry excuse me jason that is his name right yeah i don't know who i hate more jason or trina they both suck so bad in this movie at a certain point i hate ginger too but yeah jason and trina you can go to hell we should go ahead and note uh, that's a big important thing that keeps getting brought up that Ginger and Bridget have not gotten their period yet. <laughs> it's, it's true. <laughs> well, I mean, in this movie, every time it's brought up, it's like shocking to everyone. It's like, I can't believe you hadn't got it yet. And Bridget and Ginger's like, when they're at the lacrosse thing, she's like rubbing her back. She's like, oh yeah, my back is killing me. And if uh, I ever, if I ever do get my period and I start complaining about it and, and sniffing around boys, you know, just put me down like a dog. And that's when, at the same time, those guy, uh, Jason and the other two guys are like checking them out. But like, yeah, even Jen, Ginger's mom is like, "Ooh, have you got it yet?" Oh, Mimi Rogers. Yeah, have you got, have you got your monthly? Have you got this yet? It's like phrased a million different ways in this movie. We got to talk about, um, okay, so they're at the school and they show, um, they show Trina at school with a dog, with a dog, with a Rottweiler, like a 250 pound, like fucking the Omen Rottweiler just at school. That that thing is gnarly. Like, how is that? Well, it's, it's another Canada thing, man. This is when they devise a plan to 
take the dog and act like the beast of Bailey Downs has it's killed it. Yeah, they were going to kidnap the dog and then set up like a prop of the dog, like making it look like uh, those were like his actual body parts yeah. strewn everywhere, just to get her back and then eventually release the dog, not actually harm the dog or or anything. Oh, that you get introduced to like this the Mister Good Guy who's like the drug dealer of the town, who's also a chemist somehow. His name's Sam. He drives a van. He's yeah, like I said, he's all Sam's all do. The, well, he lives in the greenhouse, and he's kind of, like, very knowledgeable about plants and stuff. I guess. Yeah, he's a landscaping guy. Right. And, and Trina is in love with him, but he does not give a damn. Yep. And, yeah, it's, it's like Trina's always going after him. Oh, hey, Sam, want to hang out later? And he just takes off. That happens, like, multiple times. And then we get introduced to the mom, uh, fucking, oh. fucking Mimi Rogers. Oh, yeah, before – yeah, sorry. Before they go to enact their plan – they, we get introduced to Mimi Rogers. The fantastic Mimi Rogers, who was the mom in the Lost in Space movie, for God's sake. Come on! <laughs> Danger! So the night that they go to do the Rottweiler, they're having dinner with their family. It's the mom and dad. You can tell the mom and or the dad kind of despises the mom. The mom's like the cheerful, happy-go-lucky. She seems a little, uh, I don't know, a little off. And she's trying to, you know, be close with her kids, but she doesn't understand them. She's the exact opposite of them. And the dad is just kind of like, can you just, like, you know, leave them alone and let them do their own thing? And anyways, she's trying to bond with the kids. The kids don't want anything with to do with it. They're like, oh, can we be excused? And she's like, no, you can't. And the dad says, sure. And she's like, oh, well, just remember me and your father have a, a counseling session tonight. And they go off to enact their plan. When they get to the Rottweiler, it, they find the dog is already dead, or it's another dog. I can't. I'm not sure which dog it was. I thought it was the Rot, the Rottweiler, but it I think might it's, have been. I think it's Trina's dog because then she freaks out. Um, no, no, no. It, or maybe it's another dog. It's actually. another. I think it is another dog because Ginger later on kicks the Rottweiler in front of Trina. But, yeah, that's right. That shit was fun. Well, we'll get to yeah, that. So we'll get to on, that. Their, on their way to do it, they see the, a dead dog already, and they decide to try to move it. And when they do, rips its legs off. I, it's like already just extremely mutilated. And Bridget looks up at Ginger and says, oh, you've got some blood on you. And Ginger looks down. She has blood dripping down her leg. She has just gotten her first period. And, you know, she's freaking out. And then they hear something, and suddenly this thing jumps at ginger and just drags her off ripping her apart screaming bloody murder bridges trying to chase her down she doesn't know where she is eventually catches up with him and right as she grabs ginger the uh you see this thing that's presumably the beast of bailey downs uh try to run after them they run across the road right at that same time what wouldn't you know it sam and his van plow through this thing and just it explodes on impact Dude, and this attack like goes on forever. I, like you'd figure, like any kind of werewolf movie that I've seen, like you like like a uh, American uh, werewolf or anything like, or even Dog Soldiers. Shit, let's let's go to that bizarre movie. I love uh, that movie. Yeah, it's fucking great. Um, but like the, it's like attacking the shit ever so much so it drags her off from the woods, and it's not like doing anything like really bad. Like it it bites her and scratches her, but it's like this is just it taking is too long. Like you know, do the thing like kill the kill the person or, or whatever 
Um, I just thought that it was very lazy werewolf. Like maybe it just wasn't on that night. But you know, whatever. <laughs> not on his A game. Well, he just yeah. he's not that hungry. He had a dog earlier. He's like, look, I'm not <laughs> hungry. I'm just bored. Like there was nothing on TV. My wife's really pissed off at me, and I, was, I, I really went out for a smoke, and then I just kind of lost control of my night. So it seems like in this uh, tale of werewolf, they turn permanently. Like she gradually starts changing and it's not like a full moon thing uh it's she her wounds heal really fast she starts having like hair grow out of her yeah it's progression it's like a disease you know it just keeps getting more and more but that's the thing throughout the whole movie like it's just you know it's with the teeth and then with eyes and then with you know other aspects or attributes rather like nothing you've ever seen before so uh bridget drags a ginger home and you know ginger's bleeding everywhere she doesn't know what to do and she's like i gotta call the cops their mom and dad's still at their counseling session i'm i'm assuming and she's like i gotta call 911 she's like no 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 don't i'll be okay and she's like trying to clean up the blood around the wound and you see that the wound is already healing and ginger's like yeah look I- i'm okay i don't know what happened but let's just calm down and figure it out tomorrow like let, let's just go to bed and we'll, uh, I'll just go take a shower. I'll go get some wet wipes. Everything will be fine, you know. And like the blood looks really cool. Um, it's about how big the gashes were. This is like these three big fucking gashes in her shoulder, chest, a, boob, a monster area. energy drink. Exactly. Like they took that image and they were like, "That's fucking it." And they didn't give Canada anything for that fucking money. It's fucked up. Way to go. So she she progresses and she eventually like. She starts like being very sexually aggressive. She's like totally, uh, really. Uh, she's going through her cycle, and it's bad. She's uh, miserable, and uh, I remember there's a scene where they're both in the bathroom at the school. She's bleeding everywhere. That leads into a, a conversation with the school nurse, and where the school nurse tells them to practice safe sex, and that's when later on. Mimi Rogers, the mom, finds Ginger's very, very bloody panties and decides to make her a big chocolate cake to, you know, celebrate that uh, her little girl is now becoming a woman. Also, just another footnote for Mimi Rogers real quick. Her style choices in this movie are fucking fantastic. Like, everything she's wearing is, like, denim clothes, like, 90s mom everything. Everything is like stitched in like bears and shit on the clothes and like bows in her hair like the sweaters that your mom would wear with like the iron on uh teddy bears and she's like a fucking psychopath yeah and like your mom would make like the dried uh floral arrangements in the house just everywhere like when i was a kid that was a thing like like flowers and denim clothes it's bizarre yeah it seems very comfortable but it seems very heavy if you got rained on I mean, it's the style again now. Yeah. People are wearing shit like that. That's a shame. Please don't do that. It's it's hot. It's very hot. <laughs> it's, it's so heavy. One of the things that Bridget and Ginger always kind of like danced away from was being around and with boys. I guess since they weren't in puberty yet, it seemed like a waste to them. And with Ginger's newfound like sexuality from this either her period or the werewolf as well. It's Uh, probably a little bit of both, for sure. Yeah, She starts kind of going after Jason, who's 
um, got interest in her and the kind of asshole guy. And it kind of drives a wedge between them a little bit. But she, she ends up having sex with him. Boy, do they. <laughs> Boy, do they. She does a couple things that are uncharacteristic for her. Like she pushes her best friend, her sister, away. She starts hanging out with Jason and she starts smoking weed. And then once she's kind Gateway of over drug. her... Right. And once she's kind of over the initial stages of her period, then she's uh, trying to take Jason to the bone zone. Oh, and she does. And she full on takes him there in the back of the car aggressively. Oh, yeah. While he's screaming oh, yeah. and crying. And yeah, she uh, she sexually attacks the shit out of him. Oh, it's a rad scene un- because she full on takes over and she because he's all like, who's the guy here? And she's like, fuck that. And she just fucking goes after him. And turns him, essentially. Yeah. Turns yes. him into a, van- or a werewolf. Yeah, that's the cool thing about this movie. You can become a werewolf by a bite, a scratch, or unprotected sex. Follow it's us. cool in that scene, too, when she's having sex with him. It cuts to, like, shots of her, like, eyes and her teeth and her hands and her, her spine. And it's kind of transforming a little bit. Yeah, this whole time, they don't even realize it's a werewolf until Bridget and Sam start talking about this remember she gets a tail and she's like what the fuck is happening i also like how sam like knows what's going on he's like i saw a lycanthrope no one ever says lycanthrope and he's like (laughs) he's just on it and then she's like uh you know about that and he's like he's kind of a dildo but he's a knowledgeable dildo who you know turns (laughs) out to be like a great fucking help you know and he um, he grows on you yeah yeah because you're like another drug dealer you know d-bag in a movie like you're gonna die soon but you know it's not how it goes and it turns out that he kind of knows his shit which is it's a super out of you know left field thing yeah he he suggests the first thing he suggests to help slow down the process is the silver belly button ring oh my god oh boy mm. (laughs) they put a silver belly button ring in Oh, Bridget puts Ginger. that in Ginger's belly button because Ginger is still... He, she's, like, refusing to accept what's going on even though she's, like, has all these animal urges and she's growing a tail, which Bridget... uh, uh Ginger won't admit to her growing a tail. Ginger... Or, uh, uh, yeah, Ginger won't admit that she's growing a tail, so Bridget waits until Ginger's asleep and pulls down her panties to see this tiny little nub of a tail yeah, growing. A little, yeah, a little wiggle fella. Yeah. It just looks like an index finger hanging yeah. off of her butt. Also, I even though Sam is a good guy in this movie, I, I just can't stand him because he was like this asshole in Final Destination 3. <laughs> oh, shit, that's right. He was. He was the guy that worked at the fucking hard... Was it the hardware store? The hardware store. Yeah, okay, That that's okay, yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the, the, the navel piercing scene, I'm not going to go off on a rant because I could. I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm just saying that... Oh, we got a, a piercing I'm, aficionado, yeah, Andrew I'm just saying McLeod. that. All of that is like it's it, every time I watch it, I cringe my brains out. But I understand it's a movie, duh. It's not going to be like whatever, and so I'm fine with it. It's just it's it, the way they do it in Myrtle Beach, man. Four twenty, <laughs> four twenty superstore, baby. Dang, in a rock and roll emporium, if that still exists, which probably doesn't. <laughs> We're getting to the point where Ginger beats the shit out of Trina because what is she? She goes after her sister again. Yeah, she. Oh, yeah, because. She thinks, all right, so like I said earlier, Trina is obsessed with Sam now. Sam is hanging out with uh, Bridget, and, you know, they're keeping the werewolf thing a secret. I think even Bridget leads Sam on to believe that she's the one that's going through all this stuff, not Ginger. 
so she he would help her and instead you know it's eventually revealed to him or he figures it out it's ginger not her but yeah just trina sees bridget and sam hanging out he comes to see her at uh field hockey he's like hey i need to talk to you about blah 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 and she's like don't you see him at school right now i'll see you later so trina goes after bridget and you know uh ginger finally checks her ass yeah they start fucking fighting and then the counselor who's the counselor's the counselor's name is mr wayne i don't know why that's funny because batman and <laughs> it's just fucking funny to me mr wayne. He, mr wayne he's the same one that um was teaching class that time yeah and then we go into the whole thing where we see uh uh fucking jason Jason, douchebag kid. I never can remember his fucking name. Um, he shows up to to hang out with his dudes on the on the the bleachers, and they're like, "Hey, look what I got into last night!" <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, Ginger fucking rocked my world, and he's all cut up and bit <laughs> up, and it's like right where his his face is red as hell. Yeah, right where his penis is, is fucking bleeding. And they're like, "Oh, like she did a thing," and he's like, "Fuck!" And so he's like, "It's hey, just red ink. It's just red ink. My red." He goes, "My red ink pen blew up in my pants." And he yeah, goes he the, just runs away. He goes to the bathroom, starts pissing in the urinal, and he starts pissing stray blood. And yeah. so, and he's screaming. Yeah. It's, it's 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 actually kind of funny. There's some funny shit in this movie. That dude is one of the funny parts. Gen- a Ginger Fitzgerald rocked my world, dudes. You know, like, <laughs> oh, and shit. Now I'm pissing blood everywhere. He's freaking out, and he's also pissed. Like, what'd you do to me, you bitch? Yeah, and she's uh, and. Uh, her sister's telling Ginger, like, you know, you gave it to you gave it to him. And she's like, oops. And then that's it. Like, dang. Okay, cool. But Ginger's still kind of into not she's like embracing this power and she's like, I don't see anything wrong with it. I'm just um I'm oh uh, they get in a fight. It's basically like, look, I'm growing up and you I'm leaving you behind. You you know, you're still a little kid and you always wanted to be like me and now you can't. That's like an actual thing that they, they say. She is like doing all she can to push Bridget away but Bridget does love her big sister and still and uh, goes back to Sam and Sam tells her about this uh, certain flower that could what is it called? Monkshood Monkshood that is a (laughs) a monkshood (laughs) god I can't even talk oh boy here we go (laughs) monkshood and that's a you know from what he's read is supposed to be a cure for lycanthropy and did i say that right yeah lycanthropy like the six feet like the six feet under song lycanthropy and you know that's all just from, from random books who knows if it works but it's only like it's a very rare flower and they can't they supposedly can't get it until like the following summer yeah it's a it's a perennial so they gotta wait for it to come into bloom yeah oh we've we skipped a whole part about norman the dog getting eaten by poor norman that kid makes me sad (laughs) every time i see that yeah this is right after the 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 piercing uh thing uh yeah because the kid goes outside looking for norman with the he's wearing full-on hockey clothes hockey skates and he's holding the the food yeah he's (laughs) the next door neighbor does he makes me a little sad and kind of i don't know He's he's like a chubby kid. It's he's tragic. got hockey, it's tragic. hockey hockey outfit on all the time. He wears it twenty four seven. He's wearing seems. the blades. He's wearing skates with blades, walking around in his fucking house and playing with this poor little dog. This cute cute little. It's a small dog, and uh, the one scene you see, he picks the dog up on the end of the hockey stick, and it's hanging there. 
But um, after Ginger has sex with Jason, Jason uh, she I guess she's just not satisfied, and she ends up eating Norman the dog next door and throwing it up in the toilet. <laughs> so much blood <laughs> Which, throw up. Ooh. Yeah. Andy, I don't know if you uh, heard this part, but uh, Catherine Isabel was talking about this and how they made the the dog parts that she was throwing up out of egg whites and tomatoes. Oh. And they made her, like, you know, that's yeah. what she was throwing up in the toilet. I thought that was really cool. That's a good consistency, but gross as fuck together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. So that poor kid loses Norman the dog. Very sad. Very, very, very sad. We go to the, uh, well, then we get to the the ginger shaving her leg scene and the Dewclaw. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Dewclaw. Yeah, she's changing. You can see like a dewclaw coming out of her body, um, out of her leg as she's shaving her leg, which it seems uh, shaving your legs is useless. It's futile. It's, a, it's always weird seeing like scenes like that in movies because like, she's like aggressively trying to shave the, the hair off of her leg. And for some reason, I think it's because cabin fever scarred me for life. That scene where like she's shaving her leg in cabin fever with all the fucking the blisters and the cuts and everything. Oh, she's peeling her skin off. As yeah, she's and it's like holy fucking shit. Um, but yeah, so she's in the tub. Mimi Rogers comes in and is like, "What's going on?" And she's like, "Don't come in here because she's you know, got blood and hair and she's still got like I'm fat. I'm, I'm fat." And Mimi Rogers is like, "Oh no, I love you. I'm Mimi Rogers. I love you." <laughs> so then, yeah, uh, yeah so then. Uh, Trina comes over, the the dickhead girl, looking for her dog. It kind of confused me for a moment because she was, I think she's talking about Sam as well, like, because Bridget has been around Sam a lot and her dog is missing, so she's like, he won't, he wouldn't even like you, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. Is she talking about the dog or Sam? But definitely, she's upset about both. She yeah. thinks the girls have the dog, and she's pissed that Sam is hanging around Bridget. Yeah, she, and she calls Sam a cherry hound, and that's all he wants hound. from you. Jesus, this movie's pretty gross. Uh, the dudes in this movie are horrible. Then Ginger just pops out of the house and drags this girl into the house. The girl finally picks up a knife and gets away. And while they're struggling, they knock over this big bowl of cream and what is it? No, it's, it's milk. It's straight fucking a carton of milk. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a there's a bowl that breaks though. What is in the bowl? Is it like I don't remember. Sherbert or I something? don't remember. Maybe. So they're like they're they're fucking fighting and they're like get away from me you freak and like you know Ginger and her sister are fucking arguing like back and forth and she's like I'm gonna kill her and she's like don't fucking kill her and all this shit and Trina freaks out and she <laughs> so she slips on a puddle of fucking milk and bashes her fucking head open on the counter. That's yes. how she goes. If that happens to me, please don't tell anyone I go that way. <laughs> yeah, because Trina pulls this knife out and whips around. And Ginger's like, oh, we're just messing around, Trina. And then she slips, cracks her head open. And as this is happening, the mom and dad are pulling up from coming back from somewhere. and More counseling. Yeah, the counseling all the time. And they have no idea what to do. And you have that suspense part in the movie until finally they come in the door. The mom's carrying a big box of meat. <laughs> but she said, but, but, but hang on. She, oh, said, yeah, she yeah. says, she says, Jesus Christ on a bicycle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. Because Jesus Christ on a bicycle. <laughs> she sees all the blood and milk on the floor, but Ginger's now laying there. 
and uh, she turns around and she's like licking the blood and she's like holding it out. Daddy, do you want some? It's it's uh, carrots or does she say Red it's corn syrup? Yeah, corn. And Bridget's like taking pictures like it's some of their like death photos. Yeah, yeah, and the, and the mom's like, "Didn't I tell you, no death in the house, or something like that?" Yeah, she looks like a little kid when she's like licking the blood. She's like, "Daddy," she's also partially transformed. Yeah, and her fingernails are long too. She still has like yeah. the wolf wolf claws. Well, that happens gradually throughout. You just mm-hmm. notice little things start happening like that. It's really cool. I like that aspect. Yeah. So what they end up doing with Trina is they end up throwing her in the freezer. And the mom is going to take this frozen meat to the freezer. And Bridget, is, she's like, oh, I'll help you with that. And the mom opens the freezer. And the body's laying in there. And but she, and Bridget yells out, Mom, what do boys want? Because the mom is always trying to give them a, a attention and affection. And give them advice about, like, being, you know, they like Dustin said, they're going through their period right now. And that's important for her because they're turning into women. So, of course, she just drops everything to take them in there. And what do they have, like, some kind of food, and they sit and talk around uh, about what like, boys want from girls. A ma- it's a mountain of cookies and, like, a gallons of milk. It's so much cookies and milk. <laughs> and she's, like, brushing uh, Bridget's very knotted-up hair. It looks like, throughout this movie, Bridget has never brushed her hair. Yeah. Also, Bridget played the young version of Beverly in the original Tim Curry It movie. That's true. That is true. I, I did find that out during my uh, fact-checking portion. Later on, as they're trying to like get Trina out of the freezer, she's frozen in there. and Fast. Bridget, yeah, fast as fuck. <laughs> fast as fuck fucking freezer, dude. Bridget's like, give me a screwdriver, and she starts trying to chisel her out, and she chisels two of her fingers off. Right. And then I don't know how they end up later on they end up next to the the building the dad finds two fingers and the mom is like oh they're just you know it's part of their death thing yeah it's just props and she puts it in like tupperware to save it for later that that fucking tupperware travels with them for like the the next half of the movie after i think (laughs) when they're toting the body the way they uh put the two fingers on top of her and like they're like you know, damn it, you know, carry your part of this weight, and they shuffle around, and the fingers just roll off. Yeah, it just yeah, fell out of her pocket or something. Finally, it's Halloween. There's going to be a... A ball at the at school. Oh, no, 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 excuse me. It's Sam, the, you know, the the only decent guy in town, is he always has, like, an annual party. At Halloween the greenhouse. A fantastic yes. party at the greenhouse. Like the, it's, it's like the Tower Farm party in fucking, like, uh, Halloween Part 5. Dude, it is. It looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, it does. Man, probably that very, shit, Liddy. Probably super hot and um, moist. Green in there. house. So the mom ends up getting that flower, and that's how the kid. That's how Bridget gets it and brings it to Sam for so he can uh, work with it to make uh, what they think. Might yeah, be she good. just randomly finds it for a craft project. How? How cool! <laughs> like, what a coincidence! That's crazy. I just happened to, yeah, exactly. to have some monkshood. I got it AC more this morning, and I yeah. got all of it for you. You want to know about boys? Well, let's. Yeah, I got monk. Uh, all I have is monk. Oh God, just cut me out! Fuck me! <laughs> all I got is monkshood and fucking cookies and milk, man. What you need? So, so Sam makes the monkshood extract and then puts it in a syringe. That that part looks awful it looks like grape kool-aid in there oh yeah it's like he put the flower 
and a spoon with water and then filled the syringe up. No, it was that's alcohol. The cure. I was like, man, oh. that sucks. Like, you can't inject that into your body. If it was water, yeah. if it was one thing, but it was like fucking regular rubbing alcohol. Like, dude. Trust me, I'm smart. I dropped out of high school to sell weed. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> I smoke cigarettes on school grounds. I don't even go here. Trust me, I know what the fuck I'm talking about, bro. I used to be a cherry hound, according according to Trina. Yeah. Or maybe I still am, so you better watch out, cherries. So, as Bridget's going to find Ginger, she comes across Jason. No, she comes across screaming outside, and Jason is like attacking this little kid in a cow <laughs> outfit. Do you oh, remember yeah. this? He's dressed up like a he's dressed up like a uh, a uh, like a Dalmatian. But oh, the, the, I thought it was a cow. <laughs> no, it's also it's broad fucking daylight, right? And he's like just holding this kid, shaking him back and forth, and the kid is going, "Help." Let me go. Let me Dude, go. Th- Let me this go. Scene, this scene reminds me of a Peter Jackson film for some reason. Yeah, it does. Like, like the whole taste. thing. Like, so she comes across him, and he's like, ooh. What is it? He says something disgusting. Like, no, he says, he like, says something he about says, like, her popping her cherry, yeah. I think. No, he says, like, you want, he's like, come to daddy. You want some candy? And I'm like, that's oh, you yeah. are You're totally right, uh, Andy. Ooh, come to daddy. You want, you want can- this candy? Get some candy. It's like, why would you choose to say that in any situation? Like, And it's so bad coming from him. It is. It, it really is. Yeah, I he's, mean, not that it would be good coming from anybody, but yeah. him, ugh. He looks like a meth head werewolf. He does. Yeah, pretty he, much, yeah. He looks like a meth head that you gave, like, plastic fangs to. Right. <laughs> yeah, he's wearing, like, a fucking fresh jive fucking clothes tuxedo going on. Like, all of his shit is hanging off his body. Yeah, he, he's got red blood piss stains all over his pants. He he jumps at her and grabs her and like attacks her, right? And then she stabs him in the neck with this wolf's monk Mo- monk monk's hood. hood, excuse me. And like just injects it all into him and he stands up like dazed like yeah, he's like, huh? I gotta get to school. I gotta get to class, yeah, he's, man. Yeah. He's like, he just like looks at her. He's like, oh, I'm late for class. And it just yeah, stumbles. Like, just stumbles. Bye. And stumbles. Like everything's wiped out. I guess, and she finds out that the uh, extract actually works. So, so she's now she's got to get more monkshood, take it back to Sam, get another syringe so she can save her sister. Yeah, and at this point, Ginger's like turning full on, and she's going after Sam. Yeah, she's because she's also jealous. Yeah, and she's also like going hard at school too. Like she goes to school. And her hair is turning gray in weird spots. She shows up, and the two other guys that are always hanging out with Jason, she kind of flashes them. The guidance counselor sees it, brings her to his office, and Bridget, you know, comes to school looking for Ginger to bring her to Sam so they can get this, basically uh, do it all in one shot. Have Ginger there. He makes the cure. She injects Ginger with it. Everybody's saved, right? Well, no. So now they're at school. She goes to the guidance counselor's office. Well, guess what? Ginger's killed the guidance counselor. Killed Mr. And Wayne. No. He was and a then she anyway. kills sure he the, was. Sweet, the sweet old Asian janitor. The janitor. He was just trying to help. And like him, like the last gasping of breath. Like, that was so sad. I was like, oh, dude. 
And he didn't. I don't think he had a line in this movie, but he was always trying to help. But I know Ginger, like in the beginning of the movie, I think Bridget might have fell down, or I don't know. The janitor did something to help Bridget, just kindly. And Ginger's like, "Get the fuck away from her, you perv!" Yeah, and then at the end, when she's like eating the janitor, she's like, "He just, he just wanted to fuck you, or he just wanted you for your, bo-, you know, something." I didn't, I didn't like the way he looked at you. Yeah, I don't like the right. way that he looked at you. She's like overly. Overly, overly protective of her sister, and then she after she tells her that we're almost not related anymore because of how much of the the change that she's going through. Yeah, you're right because that's that's before they go to the party and stuff. Right. Um, yeah, so they're trying to clean up the mess at school. They end up at the um, hold on. No, but uh, the mom and dad find the fingers, and then they put it in the thing, and then uh. Mimi Rogers mom, goes to yeah. find, uh, go to find uh, the sister, and finds her on the road and picks her up because she's going because her sister's going to the the party to find Ginger. Andy, and, Andy, Andy, hold what? on one second. The reason the mom goes after looking for them is because she finds Trina's dead body in the toilet. Oh yeah, that's right. She did. She like she she dug it up because she found the fingers and she's like, what the fuck? And then she just she digs it up and she's like, oh, she finds her. She finds her on the road, and then she's like, "Get in the car." She shows her the finds Bridget on the road. Yeah, she yeah. finds Bridget on the road. She she pulls out the Tupperware. She's like, you know, pretty much gives her a look like, "What the fuck is this?" And she's like, "Where's your sister?" And so she makes uh, her mom take her to the the greenhouse party. And Mimi Rogers is like, "Oh, it's all my fault." And then she's she snaps into this weird mom. The situation, I, I love it. Like I fucking love this. I love how she she snaps into this thing because you don't know who she is. They don't give her a backstory, her attitude, her situations, like nothing of where she comes from or what she's capable of. And she just says, "No one's gonna take you from me." First thing tomorrow, I'll fill the house with gas, then light a match. We'll start fresh. And then she's like, "What about dad?" And she's like, "He'll just blame me. They all will." Like what's <laughs> fucking awesome dude also yeah. the the dad is not even focused on at all i think the only thing they focus on him is is that when he says like why would they listen to you and then when he's just at the table just aggressively eating uh, a leg of chicken that's it yeah. he doesn't get no no screen time. there is one part of that movie that's really funny to me about what concerning the dad when uh the mom's having that surprise like you know dinner with ginger's favorite dessert they're like what's the occasion it's like uh, he, she's talking to her husband and she's like oh your little girl is turning into a woman or is a woman now and uh, they're like what are you talking about and Ginger's really pissed at Bridget because she thought Bridget told her mom about it and and the dad's like what are you talking about she's like she just got her period or started her menstrual cycle and the dad's immediately like we're eating <laughs> we get to the party and Ginger is halfway transformed by now her eyes are kind of they're showing more signs of wolf eyes and yeah she's like 70 percent. she's got the crazy wolf teeth almost all the way yeah and she has her shirt open and you can see that her body is turning into a wrinkly ball sacky kind of uh um, consistency is is this where they (laughs) could only be described as wrinkly ball sacky i mean exactly you saw the wolf Originally, when she got bit, it looked like a giant. Even the guy said, 
I saw you get attacked by an uncircumcised penis or something. Remember Sam said that? I don't remember that. You don't but remember? I mean, no, I yeah, he said that. He said it like an uncircumcised penis. And that's that's pretty fucking uh, accurate to, to what it looked like or what it's going to look like also. Yeah, they weren't very hairy. Um, So she's changing. She goes in to find Sam and tries to attack him, basically. I guess she's um upset that he's fucking with her sister. Yeah, she's there to like seduce slash attack him. And Bridget comes in and is pissed about it. And I don't remember what the what is the reasoning, but they do the blood pack where Bridget cuts her hand and then rubs it into her oh, sister's she, hand. Okay. Well, it's so, you know, the party, it's just shut down basically. Ginger is fully transforming into a werewolf and is going hardcore on Sam, right? But Sam isn't dead yet. He's still trying to make that the the cure, right? Mm-hmm. And Bridget is trying to convince Ginger's like, I don't care about him. I love you, and try and proves it to her by cutting open. All right, so their blood pack thing—it's on their hand. It's like uh, uh, right, uh, like at the bottom part of your thumb. Yeah, the, right? the meaty yeah. part right there. Yeah, right, kind of like meaty cut part, right there. It's all. Uh, you know mangled up on both the, both of their hands and to prove it to ginger she slices open that that old scar and puts it on the blood they're effectively giving bridget the the werewolf uh, blood so now she's contaminated she's going to turn into a werewolf too and she's showing ginger like this is how much i love you like i will do this with you too and and is but is also trying to uh distract ginger to save sam well Ginger kind of figures that out, even in her fully transformed state. So the sisters, they leave after the blood pack, and they go, and Ginger starts transforming even more. She feels her transformation come up. Sam comes up back behind her, hits her in the head with a shovel, and Bridget and him try to save her and take her in his van to, I guess, uh, where the Wolfsbane extract is being made. It's... Monks. Yeah, like to her house, to the to their Monks-hood. house, to the yeah. sister's house. Yeah, yeah. I say Wolfsbane. Uh, Wolfsbane. Let's just call it Wolfsbane. It's a lot better. Uh, Monks. No, it's Monkshood. Monksbane. <laughs> and they, as they're transporting her body, she fully transforms and escapes the van. That's when um, they hide in the pantry while Sam makes the extract so then ginger comes after them and attacks him and drags him away attacks the shit out of him like yeah. a lot and he's screaming and he's like blam 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 and you're like man that sucks and there's those scenes in horror movies where you're watching it and you're like man that sucks like if that happened to me i would i i, I would just give up I'm like man i can't get out of this like fuck that the, the, the arm break is brutal yeah oh yeah it's, it's like blam blam so, and he's not dead yet. Um, he's just injured and bloody. Yeah, he's like then, he's like bleeding out. Yeah. Um, Bridget starts drinking his blood, right? Well, she goes. No, and, no, no. Yeah, Bridget drink, drinks his blood. Well, she go, Yeah, she goes and find. She goes to find her, and she finds Sam up against a wall, and Ginger is full on where full on werewolf, full on skin lycanthrope. You know, with the the the. The, the raised up mouth and everything so it's, she's full on like stark like snow white and she's like talking to her and she's keeping her a lot she's keeping him alive 
right there. So it's kind of like, you know, come eat this dude with me because you're going to be a wolf too and we're together forever. So it's like a whole symbolism situation. And so like Ginger starts like uh, lapping up the blood with her hand, like just eating the blood. It's always a weird thing. Like they don't really eat the meat, but they drink the blood, which I'm not mad about. Like, I think that's cool because in movies you always see like, you know, the, like a wolf, you know, all the blood was drained. I think like all the blood being gone from something is a lot cooler than like, oh, the meat was gone or like something like that. I don't know. I think it's like a lot more visceral. I think that's like the vampire lover in me, but this isn't about vampires, but werewolves. Anyway, so she's like getting it with her fingers and then she's like, oh, ooh, blood fingers, yes. And then she's like, and then they're both kind of eating his blood at the same time, which is a weird thing. You don't eat blood, whatever. And they're licking the blood they're from their licking, fingers. They're, consu- they're consuming the blood <laughs> through the mouth but, receptacle. But, but Ginger knows something's up. She knows that Bridget's bullshitting her. Yeah. To save Sam. And she flips the fuck out and yeah. kills Sam. Just. Yeah, to the neck. Ass. Like, yeah. super gnarly to the neck. Just bam, real fast. Because Bridget's like, fuck this. I'm not like you. And she starts puking up the blood. And then Ginger's like, man, fuck this. I'm a werewolf. And this fucking jams his neck to the shit and Bridget's like takes off through the house yeah and she well, goes she's into got their the bedroom. cure well she's got the cure also in a needle yep which she goes into their room that they've lived in which is in the basement and she's like trying to defend herself I guess from Ginger yeah because she she's like knocking she's knocking shit down she's trying to get to her and all this did she shit. grab a knife too uh yeah she did she grabbed yes. like a big a big michael myers knife and was like you know don't do this you know all that shit and ginger, ginger. She, she has the syringe in one hand and the knife in the other she's begging ginger not to do this ginger lunges at her and when she lunges at her uh the, the knife hits first Yep. And so Ginger dies, and the end of the movie is Bridget like laying her head on onto her werewolf sister, crying. Which I like that ending. It's, just, it's a good ending. Yeah. yeah, I like my favorite horror movies. They don't have a happy ending. Right. So dun dun dun. Ginger snaps. She snaps a lot at people and at you if you're not careful. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there you have the wonderful 2000 uh, Canadian. Werewolf classic. effort. Ginger snaps. Classic. Yes. It is classic. It The likable lycanthropes with heart. Um I remember like this era of horror for me was terrible. Um and this is one that shone through pretty brightly. I, I enjoyed it, like I said at the beginning. It is just as good now, I think. I mean the special effects are a little blah sometimes um the wolf stuff everything else is really good but other than that i give this a 100 out of 100 i don't know hey. 10 9 out of 9 out of 10 yeah, uh, i give it i give it 9 monks hoods out of 10 monks hoods monks bane it's that wolf's bane yeah, wolf's bane nice. that wolf's bane Nah, and, yeah. the, and the characters are awesome. The girls, I really like them. Even though Ginger's an asshole, she's just like this tough. Like I like their loyal to, loyalty to each other. It's kind of nice. Um, and watching them kind of change and 
get around all these transformations yeah. literally. It's, yeah, I, it's, I, it's cool. I, I like how all that goes because it's it, it's a story about full on transformation in a lot of different aspects. Like me and Dustin, or we were all talking about this earlier. How it's not just about how a werewolf; it's about uh, your transformation into uh, womanhood, your your transformation into like the friends that you keep, uh, sibling rivalries, uh, your sister, like how those things happen and how it makes you feel in certain regards to just getting older and with time but then you add in the werewolf aspect to it and it's a whole fucking new curve on it i guess right and it it's a great allegory of like how brutal adolescence is and how hard it can be on kids especially in canada and the tagline kind of sums it up for this movie they don't call it the curse for nothing. <laughs> it's fucking true. That's crazy. That, oh, you want to hear the other taglines? That was the best one. Um, the rest of them are really silly, but I remember the DVD copy I had said that on it. Um, so the first one is, she's got the curse. Second one, they are weird. She's got the curse. Now her sister tries to save her. That was the for the Netherlands release. Jesus Christ, and it's then, awful. Yeah, they don't call it the curse for nothing. And then here's one. Oh, I bet I bet you never guess this. Hungry like the wolf. Oh, that's awful. And here's the <laughs> final one. She's in your house right now. <laughs> no, yeah. The the final one is this ginger snaps and bites. <laughs> Zing. Ugh. Nice. That's fucking She's nice. scary and a little hairy. She might be a werewolf. I don't know. Dot, 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 dot. <laughs> Dustin, do you have anything to say about it? Uh, I I love it as much now as I did back then. It was just, uh, I wish I could uh, go unwatch it back then so I could watch it for the first time now and be amazed all over again. Still love it. Uh, I would recommend it to anyone that's never seen it. I feel like a lot of people I know have not seen this movie. Yeah, I think it falls under the radar for a lot of people, which is unfortunate because it's... It's a good one. But we're here to spread the word, right? The, the good, good word. We're spreading here spread the good news. The good news, yeah. All right, thanks for uh, hanging out with us for podcast number five for Video Dread. Thank you for joining us for another lovely episode of Video Dread. Thank you for continuing to be here and listen to us and support us. And if you don't support us, if you're against us, thank you for listening and being against us or whatever. I don't know how you're streaming this right now, but we are on Spotify and Apple Music. And yeah, so check us out on any streaming uh, podcast apps. And, and Instagram. Yeah, get there. It's uh, under uh, Video Dread Podcast. We put stuff on there, and it's fantastic. Not a whole lot right now because we just got it started, but um, if you stay tuned, I'm sure it will get cooler and saucier. Yum. Saucy. All right, who's got the uh, catchphrase ending? Wait, are we doing the Blow Me Where the Pampers is? No, not that. <laughs> I want to do it. <laughs> oh, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ on a bicycle! <laughs> put that on a shirt. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. Ha, 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 ha.